It's on? Okay. Hey, yo, I tell him, it's the slanted one. Yeah, it's the chinky dude. If the girl got whirls of curves, I'm right there like chingy dude. Set up the reps, I'ma conquer the steps like a slinky dude. I'm all about the cream and the cakes, I make twinkie moves. Don't sleep on me, all your praise you heap on me. Smart enough to see the shepherd from the sheep, homie. Lot of persistence to my existence. No flim flam farmer gon' reap on me or off me. Light skin like the creamer, but my soul and my demeanor, it be blacker than the coffee. My nature just naughty, word to treats Vinny and KG. My sound beat the eardrum up, word to Sway Lee. You can't play Kenny, I'm more than a slim jimmy my bars hit harder than some absent chase with a shot of remy run my mouth so much it been ran that's no stimpy it's k serious and when i'm in philly i keep the ockies tripping but when i'm in cali you can catch me with pope politicking uh-huh popoliticking.com welcome to the pope politicking show founded in 2008 pope politicking is a hip-hop meets self-help brand with each interview, we teach the babies and share success secrets with you, the listener. Past guests of the Pope Politicking Show include Yo Gotti, Currency, MC Light, BG, Dead Press, Rashida, Project Pat, and more. We also showcase the future upcoming stars of hip-hop. Subscribe on iTunes and get automatic updates of each podcast episode. Popolitikin.com Hi, everybody. This is Destra, and right now you're listening to me live on Pool Politicking. Keep it locked. Yeah, no. 
Welcome back to PolePolitikin.com, your home for self-help meets hip-hop. Make sure you go on our app, go on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Music, type in PolePolitik and listen to some of our interviews. I'm now politicking with Destra Garcia. How you doing? Hi, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm good. I got your name right. I said it right. Yeah, you got you got it right, Destra. Destra. All right. Yeah. So I was reading a lot about you. I, I've been um, I've been following you on social media for a while, but I just wanted to learn more about your music. But the first thing I know, they say you're from um, Trinidad and, and Tobago. Tobago, yeah, Tobago. Trinidad and Tobago, yeah. That's that's all the way to the end of the Caribbean chain of islands, um, close to Venezuela, actually. Actually, we're the last island before you get to the Venezuelan um, continent. So how was it growing up out there? Oh, it's fine. It's fine. You know, um, I know right now there's a lot of storms. Everybody's um, scared about Dorian. But, you know, he passed by. He passed through, um, let's see, um, Barbados. And he went all the way up to the VI. He totally destroyed Two, one of one or two of the islands in the Bahamas, and he's on his way to Miami. But we're all the way to the end. So a lot of times we, you know, get spared from the storms. I mean, knock on wood, you know, you know, you, you have to count your blessings. You know what I mean? But it's it's pretty good down on this side. You know, nothing nothing major happening like in terms of disasters. We're all right. Okay. And I was, how did you get involved with music? Because I was reading that your a lot of your whole family was in music. So what got you involved in music? Well, I grew up in music. Um, ever since I've known myself, I've been singing, you know, humming melodies. I've been surrounded by a lot of different influences, though. My father used to listen to a lot of reggae and Bob Marley mainly, Peter Tush and these guys. Um, my uncles used to listen to more like Stevie Wonder, Michael Jackson. My mom used to listen to a lot of Rita Franklin. My grandmother was a gospel type lady. So, you know, and then my grandfather used to listen to a lot of Calypso and Kaiso, what we call Kaiso. So a lot of the music is very diverse, you know, in, in my upbringing. My grandfather used to play saxophone in a, bra in a jazz band. So he used to tour a lot, kind of like what I'm doing now, you know, going from country to country, but in a band capacity. Whereas I'm doing it, you know, as a single artist promoting my brand, you know. So I grew up in the music. And from the age of three, I remember my uncles, my grandmother, my grandfather, everybody asking me to sing. And telling people my granddaughter could sing, you know, and she's only three. And I'd probably be singing songs without the, the correct lyrics, but having the right melody. I was pretty much pitch perfect. So anything I hear, I could sing it back, you know. So, you know, but I had, I had that kind of beginning. And grew up in a house of music with steel pan and and keyboards and and um, guitars and stuff. So yeah, I'm saying. How would you like? Can you describe the type of music you make? Because I, I was reading, they they say you're the one of the first ladies of uh, Socha. Is, is what I'm saying so, right? It's it's Soka Soka. So so Soka is a collaboration of soul and calypso. Mm. So that's why it's it's soul for soul and ca for calypso. Um, Calypso is more, let me see, in terms that you'd understand, um, this guy, who sang, um, have you ever heard Raman, Coca, Cola? That's, that's kind of soca-ish. Mm. Right. So it's that kind of music. Um, so it's basically music that is very rhythmic. The, it's very percussive. You can have it slow. You can have it fast, um, up-tempo, low-tempo. It's music that creates a frenzy in a, in a party. When you go to a club, a lot of times you hear hip-hop and you hear dancehall. Well, soca is that music that makes you move your waistline or gets you hype and makes you jump and wave yeah. in an event, you know. So soca 
just brings out all the feelings and emotions that you know you'd otherwise hide you know and and you know it's 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 just a very festive rhythm that that really makes you move you know and enjoy yourself in that kind of festive atmosphere is it like that dancehall music dancehall music is a bit slower um dancehall music in terms of the rock of your body it's it's a lot different to what soca does soca is like uh pimento pepper and dancehall is like pepper sauce mm. i think <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's it's very very different. If you follow me, um, and actually all my music is available online and on iTunes and stuff. So maybe I'll recommend a couple that you could listen to, and then you get an idea for what soca music really is and what it does and how it makes you feel. And then uh, I was reading that it said the Queen of is that Bacchanal? Yeah, the Queen of Bacchanal. So Bacchanal is a word that we use in Trinidad and Tobago. It's it's a slang. But it really means um, a state of frenzy, you know, frenzy and, and chaos. You know, it's like when we climb a stage and you start to hear soca, it kind of makes you lose your mind. You know, it's like if you hear a song you like, it. let's say you hear a song that is low pace. And depending on the content that we're singing about, it's going to make you feel sexy to a point where you just feel like moving your waistline. Not necessarily twerking, right? But it's a sexier, more it's a sexier, more sensual type of dance. It's almost like the way Latin Americans dance, but slower. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, and then I remember a few years ago. Uh, I remember I hear something about you fell up. You fell off a stage or something. Are you okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I broke my ankle actually, um, and I had to do surgery. So right now I have screws in my ankle. But I can take it out because it's been two years. Um, it was that's the first time I've ever broken a bone in my entire life, and it was such a traumatic experience for me. Um, I didn't actually fall off the stage; just the way that they set the stage up, they had the monitors mounted off the stage. And usually, when you have that happening, you have tape to kind of show you where the danger zones are on the stage, and there was no tape, so there were spotlights in my eyes because there were two spotlights. I was on that show with Sean Paul. And um, I remember after falling off the stage, Sean kind of made a big deal about putting tape on the stage because it was dangerous, you know, but I'm okay now. I'm fine. I'm back to normal, almost like a hundred percent. And then do you, you make R and B music too? Well, I have done R and B in the past. I've done gospel. I've done um, dancehall, a little bit of reggae. I, kind of dabbling a lot of stuff because i have very powerful vocals so my my range is very diverse and you know i I experiment with all kinds of music so i have some albums that have different types of music not just soca on it you know i have 13 albums to date and i'm working on number 14 as we speak Mm. can you talk about your albums you just talk about them like you know you just talk about what's your first one and your, some of your favorite albums out of the 13. Right. So my first album is Red, White, and Black. Um, kind of representing my country. You know, I, I always like my national colors. So the first album was called Red, White, and Black. The second album was called Laventil, which is the place that I'm from, um, more or less the ghetto in Trinidad. I'm from there. Um, I come from very, very humble beginnings. Um, my third album was called Laventil. No, the first, the, the second one was Lamentel. The third one was Independent Lady. But I think my all-time favorite album would be um, Bacchanation, which is the name of my fan group, 
right? So my fans are called Bacchanation, and I called my album that because I wanted to give them something. And the song that is the hugest on that album is Lucy. Lucy is that song that, you know, explains to women that it's okay to be yourself. It's okay to be sexy. It's okay to be, you know, to be expressive in a sexual way without being objectified, without feeling guilty of being objectified, you know? So it's a song that a lot of people love all over the world. There, there are at least 10 songs that we would call classics from Destra's um, catalog of music. There's It's Carnival, there's Bonnie and Clyde, there's Trimblet, there's Max Atop, there's I Dare You, um, there's Lucy, like I said before, there's Fly, and we can go on and on, but I guess everybody has their own favorites. So I, I urge everyone who's listening to this interview to go out there and get a Destra album in, in your catalog. Yeah, I heard Lucy's like your alter ego. Yeah. <laughs> well, Lucy is that part of my personality that is very expressive you know the part of my personality that is not afraid to be sexual to be you know sexy or to be empowering you know to go on stage and to just to just feel you know empowered enough to to just dance and not think about what people think you know the looseness of the body to loosen up every fiber of my being and dance in a seductive type of way so that's my alter ego is lucy and what do you love about music? She's free. She's free. And um, she does not have any inhibitions. There's no inhibitions with Lucy. She says what she wants. She does what she wants. You know, You know. sometimes society tells you, okay, listen, it's not ladylike to, to do this. Or let's just say twerking. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, that's not ladylike. With Lucy, it has no rules. Anything goes. And I want you to describe uh, your process when you're making music now. You say you did like 13, 14 albums. So describe your process. Well, every year before Carnival starts, um, let's say in October, we start releasing new music towards the season, the festival. So it's soca music for now is very seasonal and very um, festival, carnival oriented. We're working hard to stop that because we're trying to fuse the music with trap. We're trying to fuse the music. In the past, I've fused soca with um, alternative and contemporary rock. You know, and in the past, I've done songs like It's Carnival where there was that pop influence, you know. So we keep trying to fuse it to find the right blend, the right mix to make it palatable to, you know, the, the genres of people that don't know soca. The, 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 the crew of people that love dance or, or hip-hop or R&B that don't know this music called soca, you know. But um, that process would basically take me from the end of one carnival to the beginning of the other. So carnival is usually um, the, the Monday and Tuesday before Ash Wednesday, right? So as soon as Ash Wednesday come, you start the creative process all over again. You start sourcing songs. You start going to the studio. You start recording. And you also start touring. So it's a very hectic time in the career of a soca artist. And what do you say motivates you to keep making music? What do you what do you love about it the most to keep make you do it? Well, I love I love to be creative. Um, I like to record new things and new ideas. And a lot of times, people send me music that is different from anything I've ever done. But most importantly, the fans, the fans, the fans. I love performing. I love going on tour. I love going on tour after Carnival is over. And in order to go on tour, you need to have music that is trending, music that is good, music that people love. And my fans always look forward to what's new, what's what's 
we want to hear new music and listen, they're very vocal. They would come on Instagram and say, we're waiting for new music. We want to hear new songs. We want to hear this. And I'll be pressured to go into the studio. But what I try to do is always have material waiting so that from the time they start saying, listen, we want to hear new music, I already have music ready to go. What artist do you think influenced you the most? I think Whitney Houston hmm. in terms of vocals because she had a voice like none other I've ever heard. In fact, her death and her passing was so traumatic for me. I found that out when it was carnival time in Trinidad and I was about to hit the stage and it crushed me. I started to cry, you know. I think she's influenced me in a way where her passion for singing, her passion for her fans, the way that she would perform, where you would feel that she feels from the bottom of her heart and to the core of her being that when she says a note or sings a note, you could feel it. She, she, she would sweat buckets because she, she's putting every emotion into her performance. And I think that that is exactly the type of performer that I am. I never cheat my fans. I never try to sing to the, the, um, the backing track. I always try my best to give them the true authentic Destra, you know, no matter what, whether I'm sick, whether it doesn't matter. My fans really, really, really drive me. And I look at people like Whitney Houston and Michael Jackson, because I mean, Growing up, like I said, Bob Marley, Michael Jackson, these are, these are people that were favorites of my family members. So I grew up hearing all these people. So though I have many, many, many influences, I think I would have to say that Whitney Houston is my all-time favorite influencer, and I love her to death. And if you wasn't a um, famous singer right now, what would you be doing? Sorry, you're breaking up. Was that? If you wasn't a famous singer, what would you be doing right now if you wasn't singing? I'd be a teacher. <laughs> what grade? I'd be a teacher. I'd be a teacher because um, I think um, what I enjoy outside of music are kids. You know, I have a nine-year-old daughter, and I enjoy children. I love making them laugh. I like playing with them, and I also know that there's a a niche market for French teachers and Spanish teachers, and I speak three languages actually. Hmm. So I would have liked to probably go into a secondary school or high school and and teach. French or teach Spanish. Yeah. Now, what are some of your other interests outside of music? What are some? Yeah, your other interests. What else you like to do? Outside I I swim. I, I swimming has always been a hobby of mine. I like outdoor activities, um, sporting stuff. You know, um, minor things. I love to go to the gym. I like to stay fit. Um, I love watching movies, Netflix, all the way. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> with my with my sister, with my daughter, with my mom, you know, I'm a very family oriented person as well. So I spend a lot of time with my family. So I'm actually at my mom's house right now, you know, just visiting with my dad and my mom, eating some popcorn and talking to you at the same time. What's some of your favorite uh, movies? Um, movies. Well, obviously, Titanic, like most people, <laughs> I love love Titanic. Um. There's so many. There's so many. I just finished watching um, Orange is the New Black. You know, the it was a bit slower than most of the other seasons, but the ending had me teared up. You know, um, what else? I watch a lot of sci-fi stuff. Um, in fact, I would watch anything as long as it, it keeps my interest and my attention. I'm also watching, um, oh gosh, what is this? Too many things. Too many things to make mention of. And I want to ask you, uh, how, how many times have you been to the U.S.? 
you're seriously breaking up again. I said, how many times have you been to the U.S.? Too many times to count. <laughs> so what are the differences um, you notice? The differences in what? Trinidad or yeah. the Caribbean or the U.S.? Yeah. yeah. I've never been well, to Trinidad. <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's fast-paced, whereas in Trinidad, it's a little bit more laid back. Um, I think... Trinidad is extremely developed. I mean, we have Mac stores here. We have um, guest stores here. We have all kinds of stores in Trinidad that you have in the, in the U.S., you know. Um, but the difference is that you can wake up in the morning and say, listen, I'm sick and not go to work, whereas you can't do that in the States, right? You get fired. <laughs> uh -huh. um, what else? What else? We have a lot of natural uh, sea breeze and we have um, mountains and the sun is a little bit hotter, the oceans, whereas, you know, like what Mali and these people would say, it's a concrete jungle out there in the U.S. But, you know, for the most part, the earth is a really beautiful place, you know, and every single difference makes every place unique. And I really think you should come to Trinidad. And if you're going to come, either come for Christmas or come for Carnival. Mm. It's going to be an experience you'll never forget. That's what's up. What advice would you give to new artists? You're breaking up again. One more time. Yeah, we, we got to let them know. Yeah, we like, this is like international interviews. <laughs> I said, what advice would you give to new artists? Well, make sure you really love music. Because music has its ups and downs. And if you're not doing it for the love of it, you're going to be depressed. Because a lot of times it takes a while before it becomes lucrative. You know, a lot of times you get disappointed because you set high goals for yourself. And a lot of times there's so much politics in anything you do, but there's politics in music as well. There's something people like to call paying your dues, which is basically if you're new, you may not necessarily get the opportunities right away, you know, but keep working at it. If you love it, don't accept no for an answer. The sky is the limit. Keep reaching for the stars. And, you know, the world is your oyster. You can be anything you want to be. Just, you know, pay attention to your craft and work really hard at it so that you become the best. Don't be mediocre out there because you don't take sand to the beach. There's a lot of people out there trying to do what you're probably trying to do. And only the strong will survive. So, you know, toughen up and roll with it and do your best. They work hard how? Like, what should they do as far as improving their craft? What are some things they can do? Well, if you're a singer, obviously you need to learn to sing well. So you should do some voice training. You know, if you're a musician, you need to practice your instrument every day. If you're a dancer or you're a singing dancer, you know, you need to stay fit, go in the gym, eat right, make sure you look good. You know, so basic stuff. Look at your craft and see, see what you need. If you're going to perform, make sure you always look good when you're going out there. If you're going to sing live, make sure that your vocals are always on point. Make sure you have a good DJ to, to spend behind you. Make sure your social media game is, is airtight and flawless. You know, so there's a lot of stuff in entertainment that you need to, it's just, it's not just about singing a song or writing a song. It's a whole full package. And then what would you like to leave your fans and supporters with? I just like to let them know that, you know, there's a lot of people out there that don't know soca or know the power of the music. And I urge all my fans to, you know, each one tell one, you know, and let's get the music out there in a really positive way because soca music is like a venom. When it gets under your skin, it's all over. It's going to take you over and get in your bloodstreams and then you don't know what's happening. All of a sudden your waistline moving 
All of a sudden, your feet moving. All of a sudden, your hands waving. You don't know what's going on, you know. So I'd like my fans to know that I love them and I thank them for all their support throughout the years. It's been a long, long time since I've been in the, in the game, you know, and still pushing and still dominating this. So thanks for all the love and all the support. I want to say thank you for coming through politics with me. You're welcome, honey. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you want to tell me your social media or anything? How to get in contact of with Of course. You? you can check me out at Destra Garcia on Instagram and on Twitter. And on Facebook, it's the official Destra Garcia. All of them have blue text, so you know it's me. <laughs> As a real good girl, always home, don't go nowhere As soon as I was introduced to Carnival They say I lose all down on the ground Walking, walking up the bottom And it dragging, dragging all over tongue And they say I lose it Was never a party at my school bazaar I used to go But since I was introduced to back And now they say I lose When I drop it hot and I whine it On top the speaker box and I grind it
Thanks for listening to Popolitikin.com, a self-help meets hip-hop brand. If you are an artist or business owner wanting to be featured on Popolitikin.com, contact us at Popolitikin at gmail.com. That's P-O-P-O-L-I-T-I-C-K-I-N at gmail.com. Or text 760-717-5803. If you're a listener that enjoys the show and wants to support, you can donate to popolitikin.com via paypal.com. Please send donations to popolitikin at gmail.com. Any amount will be helpful in continuing to create quality content and shows. As always, check out popolitikin.com for past episodes. Make sure you subscribe to Popolitikin on iTunes, YouTube, Podomatic, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play.